Welcome to the Yoga Teacher Business Foundation course, designed to help teachers finally nail their niche, grow their confidence and their business savvy, and generate a consistent income of £2,000 sterling or more a month teaching part-time. If you found filling your classes and growing your community frustrating, you're in the right place. These podcasts are deliberately designed as bite-sized nuggets of information to help you move from struggle and frustration to a career which is not only emotionally rewarding, but financially too. Copywriting is a basic but most important skill in any business. It doesn't matter what it is. And in the last session, you learned about moving the needle. You learned about how important it was to make it a regular habit to do jobs, tasks every week that actually would help to keep your visibility, to let people know about you so that you can keep bringing more inquiries regularly into your business. That's the lifeblood of your business. That's a moving the needle task, bringing people in, getting them to inquire, getting them to know about you and being interested in what you have to offer. And the more you've built that visibility, the more they realize you are there, they may not come to you immediately. It might not be the right time, but you can be sure that if you have consistently raised your profile, let people know that you are there, that when it does come to the time that they suddenly think, do you know what? I'd like to go to a yoga class. I remember that advert that I saw. Who was that teacher? You'll be the first person that they think about. That's the goal. So before you do anything else, you need to understand how to write and how to put out messages in a way that will make people think of you immediately they decide they would quite like to try. So let's start with the real basics in this session. What is copy? Why is it so important? Well, copy is written information that aims to inform, persuade, or entertain an audience, but not just any audience. That's far too broad. So here comes the first lesson. There are millions of people out there who would benefit from yoga. You and I both know that. And who would be willing to pay to learn. But trying to lump them all together or try to apply some catch-all message, regardless of who they are, their personality, their demographic, their history, their circumstances means you don't really speak to anyone in particular. Let me share with you one of the things that I learned very early on from one of my first mentors. He was a guy who actually had built eight million pound businesses in as many years. So I think he knew a thing. Or two. And he taught me what he called the three M's of marketing or selling anything. First M is the market. Know who it is that you want to attract. And heads up, from what I've already just said, I'm hoping that you're beginning to realize it isn't everybody that you want to attract. The second M is message. What are you going to say to that particular specific audience? And this is the copy piece. 
In a way, I'm already helping you guys who are on this course with your market because you are looking at working with the same market that I do. People in midlife and later years. So to a certain extent, I've helped with a massive piece for some yoga teachers for whom that isn't the right niche for them or they don't feel drawn to it. Then they've got some more work to do in terms of really honing down who it is and what message they're going to say. But you've got a little bit of a head start because you already have the market decided. So the message is what we're looking at now. And then the final M is the media. And that's where are you going to place your messages for maximum impact? What most yoga teachers do is they start with the media. They start with, let's put a few things out on Facebook and do some Facebook posts without ever having really considered and thought about the market or the message that they're going to use. Why is it so important? Because if you want to begin to attract the right people to you, you need to get your message right. And you know what? It's probably the, the toughest skill I've had to learn. And I'm still learning and still tweaking. Because, you know, yoga is an increasingly crowded market. How many yoga teacher training courses are out there right now? How many hundreds, thousands of yoga teachers are coming out of a YTT 200 ready to try and teach? So you have to be able to stand out in that increasingly crowded market. And most of them are just jumping on the bandwagon without really understanding how to stand out in that crowd. That's not a good idea, but that's what most aspiring yoga teachers do. Many of yoga teachers make a mistake when it comes to messaging, where they think they can, or they should, teach anyone. They believe that yoga is inclusive, and therefore it's bad yogic behavior, bad karma somehow, to exclude anyone. They don't really understand why people come to yoga in the first place. So let me share with you. The first law of attraction is niching. Why should you niche? Why should you get clear on a very specific market so that you can stand out from all that crowded competition so that people searching for a yoga teacher see you and feel an instant connection and interest as opposed to someone else who's advertising in your area. You'll become known as the go-to teacher for X, in your case, midlife and later years. And referrals will follow as a result. And you know what? It is so much easier to do your marketing, to prepare your flyers, your posters, your what, what am I going to write on my Facebook post and my, my Instagram posts and so on? What am I going to put in email? It is so much easier once you have got really clear about your niche. And you know what? You'll make more money, not less. So here's the thing, guys, that I'd like you to really understand. Your average prospective yoga student is not buying yoga. They don't really care who you are. They're not particularly bothered who you trained with or even if you're qualified and registered. In my 
over a decade now of teaching, I have never had one single student, and I have taught hundreds now. Not one single student has questioned my credentials or my training or asked to see my Yoga Alliance, and most of them have no clue what the difference is between styles. So if you post out that you're a vinyasa yoga teacher, your average Joe on the street has no clue. Same with yin, kundalini, call it whatever you will, they have no clue. And they don't really care either. What they care about is what they think it's going to do for them. And here's the other thing you need to know. Not all yoga students are the same. So why would you try to cater for everybody in the same room? They seek different experiences and different benefits. A 21-year-old coming who wants to really build up their strength is mixing it with strength training and um, progressive muscle resistance in the gym, um, is training for a marathon, etc., etc., has, is seeking a very different experience to a 65-year-old who's just learned that they've got a herniated disc. You cannot possibly, no teacher, I don't care how good you are, can possibly really cater for both in the same way. So in marketing speak, we call this segregation of a market your avatar, the type of person that you want to draw. So how do you create your student avatar? Well, these are some of the things that you really need to think about. What gender are they? What gender do you want to teach? So, for example, with me, I want to teach men and women over the age of 45. So I want, I, I invite m both genders to my classes. Maybe you don't. What age are they going to be? Again, we're a little bit clearer with this niche because we're doing over 45s. What income bracket are they in? Are they able? Are the people that you're thinking of targeting do they have the money to be able to pay for your services? What's their background in terms of education? Where do they live? Where are they located within your demographic? So, for example, for me, what was really important to begin with was looking at where I lived, deciding, as we did in week one, where do I want to work? How far am I willing to travel? considering travel time and so on, back and forward to classes. So I keep my classes and the locations that I teach within a 15-minute drive of my home. I could do further away on the north side of Doncaster, but I know that if I did, that would add at least another hour to my traveling time in order to be able to run a class. And I'm not prepared to do that. And can you see how that would then come back to what we were talking about in week one, where you want to build a business around your life and your desires so that you find balance in the way this business shapes up. So the location is really important. What about their character? What kind of person are they? What kind of philosophies do they hold? What are their hopes and fears? And you know, this one is really, really important understanding the way your target market feels. What are the things that worry them, bother them? Why might they wake up in the middle of the night? Or what might be, they be thinking about first thing in the morning when they wake up? What's on their mind sometimes? Really understanding the psychology behind 
the the avatar that you are focusing on is so important and so incredibly illuminating and useful. What's important? What's not important to them? You know, students don't want yoga. They want what they think yoga will do for them. And as a subplot to that, they want to feel a certain way when they come to your classes. They want an experience that makes them feel good. So the bottom line is, you should know and understand your target market like you know and understand yourself. You should feel that you have something to offer because of your life experience, your skills and your interests. And you should feel a desire and a connection to help this market in a deeper, more meaningful way. Thank you for listening. I hope you find these tips helpful. With over a decade of experience and into my 70s now, I'd like to think that I can help other yoga teachers find a rewarding career teaching yoga. I run a foundation training course in business skills for yoga teachers designed specifically to give them a solid base and business savvy upon which they can build and scale up if they choose. If you're interested in learning more, drop me a line at shona at fastmail.com. Meanwhile, do subscribe to the podcast. Let me know if you have any feedback or topics you'd like to listen to. And go out there and bring your yoga to the students that you were meant to serve. Namaste. Namaste.